The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qual, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission free financial advisors in County. For all about me, be sure to check out Jason Qual's CFP.com. If you want to jump in and be a part of the show, questions, comments, places to send those can be found at financialcoachingradio.com. It's also the place to listen to the show anytime, anywhere via podcast, a website again, financial coachingradio.com tell you all the time you don't have to work with a financial salesperson has it sunk in yet what a financial salesperson actually is is basically in my view or it is in my view that a financial salesperson is anyone who has not decided to run their business fee only because when an advisor has conflicts of interest with products and services that they recommend to you where they get paid more or they get paid a commission to recommend this over that, to sell more of this over that, to steer you in a direction that financially benefits them, you really have no way of knowing what they're advising you to do is in your best interest or theirs, the financial interest of their themselves. You don't have to work with a fee or you don't have to work with a financial salesperson. And it's it's the the, the facts that I see are true. The basis, the advice that you're receiving, the quality of the advice you're receiving is really traced back to how you're paying your advisor. If you're paying them you know, fee-based, you know, they get some commissions, they get charged a high percentage to manage your investment account, or they're strictly a commission-based advisor, the advice you're receiving, receiving is going to be lower quality in most cases compared to an independent fee-only certified financial planner that be the truth do you read articles on the retirement crisis do you know what i'm talking about you know the the fears it says 54 percent of retirees fear america faces a retirement crisis are we headed towards a retirement crisis where people don't have enough saved now you read about this in newspapers read about this on online articles you see members of congress pushing to expand social security to bail out many pension plans because retirees are predicted to be in poverty. And we have a country of about 325 million people. And Market Watch reporter, he's a reporter and author, I should say, it's certainly not hard for reporters to find legitimately heart-rending stories of Americans who, for one reason or another, reach retirement age with inadequate savings. You can cherry pick, right? This is one of my pet peeves. People who are having a discussion or they're making an argument, making their case, and they're cherry picking information. They're showing their bias. They know deep down that it's not the true picture. They just want to use the data and information that sells what they believe. 
or they want to happen. And that's a lot of what happens in this retirement uh, situation that the press and the media thinks that we want you to believe that we're in. Things should not should things that should be going up are going up, including the share of Americans with retirement plans, the size of America our retirement plan contributions, the total retirement savings, retirees' income, and retirees' satisfaction with their financial security is all on the rise. And the things that are going down are poverty in old age and dependence on social security. So what's trying to what, what maybe could be the goal here? with convincing the general population that there is a retirement crisis looming if we don't do some more uh, social restructuring of our income redistribution. If you expand Social Security, you've got to pay for it somehow. you got to take from the people who have the money to give it to the people who do not have the money. Maybe that is the hidden agenda here. Data from the Congressional Budget Office shows that from 1979 to 2016, average incomes for working-age households rose 64% above inflation. Over that same period, average household incomes for retirees grew 104% over inflation. To put it another way, in 1979, the average retiree household income was equal to 73% of working age household incomes. By 2016, retiree incomes were equal to 91% of working age household incomes. Despite retirees facing a lower cost of living, being more likely to have paid off their mortgages and having smaller households to support. That data, how accurate it is, coming from the Congressional Budget Office, maybe the best data that we have, I'm assuming, shows that people who are retired these days or are about to retire have a way better than we did 40 years ago. I don't know about you, but that seems like the right trend and I don't see a retirement crisis. Rising retirement plan benefits or private retirement plan benefits are part of this. People have taken responsibility for their own retirement savings. Gone are the pension plans. Gone is the idea that the government's going to take care of me. And not all, but a lot of people have stepped up to the plate and said, you know what, got to get my stuff together, got to get my things right, got to start depending on me, allowing me to take care of my own future in my hands, take my own future in my hands and save for retirement myself, doing it through IRAs, 401ks, and Roth IRAs. Census Bureau research using IRS data shows that the share of retirees with incomes below the poverty level has has plummeted from 9.1% in 1990 to 6.9% in 2012. Nearly 8 of 10 retirees in a recent poll said they have enough money to live comfortably versus only 6 in 10 working age households. So that's another stat showing that retirees doing better than many of people who are still working. So do we have a retirement crisis? Well, if you ask the Americans, yes, Americans worry. They've been kind of fed all this stuff from the media, and I haven't talked about this in quite some time. News doesn't have news of any type, but especially financial news. News of any type, it doesn't have to be accurate anymore. It just has to be shocking, because the goal of writing and creating a newspaper and printing it, putting it out there, is to sell it. And bad news and scary news sells for the most part. 
for someone creating a blog post or an online web page article or a news article or a news story. Nobody really listens and pays attention to the happy feel-good stories for the most part. It's the shocking stories. So, so re reporters are always trying to find a way to grab your attention. And they do this in the financial media like crazy. They write articles about stocks and the market declining and the predictions, how everything's going to go to, to, to heck in a handbasket. We'll talk about bonds and interest rates and inflation and how all that's going to blow up. Or the real estate market, or the mortgage, or on and on and on. Because if they just write about things that help you make better financial decisions, most of you aren't going to read them. They feel they have to scare you into clicking on their article. Uh, why retirement finances won't get worse? The retirement crisis crowd will admit maybe there are things things aren't so bad today. But what about the future? What will happen to retirees as traditional? Defined benefit plans give way to 401ks. Aren't we already there? Who the heck has a pension these days? Not many. Not many at all. Uh, a lot of people, I think, are headed down the right path. This isn't about a lot of people. This is about you. This show is about you. Are you headed down the right path? What I mean by that is, do you have any idea what you need to be saving for retirement? Do you have any idea if you're saving it in the right path? places and if you have any idea you have any idea that the places that you're saving and investing is your strategy appropriate for you if you don't know those things or you don't have someone you rely on that you trust to make sure those things happen for you i can see why you have a lot of fear but too many people don't have a plan they think they have a plan but they don't have a plan a plan is not just opening up a retirement plan and contributing now i'm on the 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 the, the side that says, hey, do something. Doing something is better than doing nothing. But if you want to make sure you're absolutely headed down the right path, it all begins with where you're getting your information, where you're getting your advice. Don't work with financial salespeople. Don't blindly trust websites and news stories. Someone who can look out for your best interest, like an independent fee-only certified financial planner, in my view, is the only person who's going to side with you in your best interest. I've got a great show lined up for you today. If you got a question, comment, disagreement, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. Back with you right after this. Donegal offers car and homeowner's insurance at rates that are very competitive. So competitive that Donegal's car insurance rates are among the lowest in the state. And if you insure your car and home with Donegal, Donegal will take up to an additional 10% off their already low rates. Donegal, a better value. Let us quote your auto and home and maximize your discounts. Call Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. <laughs> Run! <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Doofus over here dancing. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said two and a half men. <laughs> Actually, he's got some pretty good moves. 
This is how we're starting the morning. <laughs> Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Here on News Radio WGNS. Are you worried because a spouse or family member needs long term nursing home care? Estate planning attorney John Baker can help. Protect your assets so you can leave something behind for your family. Call 896 5621. That's 896 5621. Or go to bakercouncil.com. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Welcome back to Angel Coaching Radio with you every Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock, right here on WGNS. Next up on the chopping block, let's talk about risk tolerance. This is something that really gets beat into the ground when it comes to financial planning. A lot of, I think it gets overused. I think it gets over, um, overhyped as its value because at the end of the day, financial planning and investment planning is all about you achieving what you're trying to achieve. Now, your risk tolerance, your fear of investing, or your aggressiveness really doesn't really care about your financial goals. Not really even related, if you think about it. If you're really aggressive and you have a $100 million account and you need to live on $100,000 of income, I think you'll be all right. You don't have to take a whole lot of risk to generate, you know, a hundred thousand dollar income off a hundred million dollars. And I'm being very, very exaggerated here to prove a point. So my question would be to someone who says they're aggressive with their risk tolerance and has plenty of money accumulated and plenty of uh, in their income need for retirement or whatever they're trying to achieve isn't a high percentage of the overall net worth and investments that they have. My question to them would be, why are we taking the risk? Is the extra volatility and risk worth it? So you see how risk tolerance in that situation, that example, didn't really matter about the financial goals. And let's take it on the flip side. Let's say you're very scared. You're very wary of investing. Your risk tolerance is very low. You're conservative, very conservative. And you tell me, hey, I'm trying to retire in 15 years. And I'm behind, and I can only save 10 or 15 percent of my income, so I'm not going to be able to make up a whole lot of ground. Uh, so I need to do as, as much as I can. So you being extra conservative, knowing that you're behind, trying to play catch up, you're going to need to squeak out some extra return. And the only way to squeak out some extra return is to accept some volatility and accept some risk. So you see how in that example as well, your risk tolerance of being conservative, do not care about your financial goals, your financial dreams. So that's why I think it gets overweighted in many cases because uh, it is used to dictate a lot of what people do with their investment strategy. They say, well, you're age 30, so you need to invest like this. You're age 60, you need to invest like this. You're age 80, you got to invest like this because it's all about risk tolerance. Or they'll say, well, here's a questionnaire fill out some boxes, answer some questions about your time frame, about whatever. And 
We'll determine what your risk tolerance is. We'll determine if you're aggressive, really aggressive, middle of the road, or conservative. And then that will guide us to how to invest your money. If that is the end-all, be-all, you're falling short, right? You're falling short because it should be, okay, here's what I want to happen. Here's how much I have currently. Here's how much I can put towards what I want to have happen. And just do a little bit of forecasting. Think about what inflation is going to be. What, assume rate of return you're going to assume. Assume some tax rates, whatever. Plan, you know, make some assumptions about the future. And either you're going to be behind schedule, on schedule, or ahead of schedule. And that, to me, whether you're ahead of schedule, on schedule, or behind schedule, is a bigger factor to weight to determining what someone's investment strategy should be than whether or not they feel like they're aggressive or they feel like they're conservative. So that is my breakdown of risk tolerance. Where risk tolerance questionnaires and things can be helpful. Here's where I think they can be helpful. Let me back up for a second. You know like regulators, people who kind of harp on advisors and kind of keep an eye out for advisors, you know, they want to use questionnaires. They want us to say, here's a questionnaire. We, we had Billy and Mary fill out this thing and they came back conservative. And we're supposed to follow along with that questionnaire like it's, you know, the, the, the gospel text. And if we use any of our professional judgment, then that may be heading down a wrong path of, path of fiduciary du- du- breach of duty. But I don't feel that that's accurate. So I'm just thinking about it from a very logical standpoint. But we're a risk assessment or risk profile assessment breaking down your risk tolerance is helpful it's about understanding someone's predisposed psychology about investing let me show you let me give you an example of what i mean so we're with a client and we're talking through what they're wanting to do and they say go back to the example i give you of someone who is behind schedule they they want to retire in 10 or 15 years they're behind schedule and they can only save you know, 10% of their income. And, and that may be enough to get us there if the return is, is high enough. And it's going to be a close race. Maybe even fall short by a year or two. And on that, in that particular client situation, and what if um, we just said, hey, you know, we, we, they, they did a questionnaire and they came back conservative. Well, we can use that and say, well, all right, well, why did you answer this question about your risk tolerance this way why did you answer it that way why do do you feel the way you feel about investing why are you so scared in other words and just like you would do any other person in your life that was having concerns you would talk through issues and sometimes you would be able to rationally talk through them and eliminate those issues and sometimes you can't so where risk tolerance comes in it's always after we've determined what the best plan of action is based on what you're trying to achieve and letting that set the strategy. Example, going back to the client that is behind schedule, saving for retirement. We basically tell them, well, you're going to need a 10% average rate of return for the next 15 years if you have any shot of retiring. And the only way we're going to get a 10% average rate of return is we're going to have to take some risk. We're going to have to, doesn't mean we, we don't need to be diversified. We're going to have to accept, you know, market drops 
over the short term to be able to achieve that 10% average annualized return over the 15-year period. And we're going to do invest in such a way that gives you the best opportunity, not guarantee, but the best opportunity to achieve that return. But hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, your risk profile and your, your, your past predispositions to investing say you're really conservative. Let's talk about how those things don't align up. We need to be doing this, but your, your psychology is wanting you to go another way. So let's start talking through these issues and see if we can't sort out some of your concerns. And let's say we sort out half of the concerns. Well, we may not be able to invest in the way that we need to 100% of the way. We may have to make some compromises and they may have to say, look, I'm not going to make it in 15 years. I'm not willing to accept those risks. But they are aware of the outcome. They are aware of the expectations. And you see how everything is, is not always this always or never thing? That is a huge part of financial planning. That is a huge part of being able to sit across the table from someone that's not trying to sell you some commission-based mutual fund or indexed annuity or uh, indexed life insurance, some financial product that they're going to get paid the most on, or just trying to gather up as much account, many accounts as they can because they're all worried about assets under management because they charge a percentage. The more they have, the more they make. Or maybe they're about to qualify for a trip. Those are all things that it'd be hard to get that type of advice from, that I described earlier from an advisor who has huge conflicts of interest with you. So those are the things that I feel that are important about risk tolerance. I think it's, it's a tool that can be used. I don't like saying, well, you're age 60, invest this way. You're age 70, invest this way. You're 20, invest this way. It's too cookie cutter. Okay, is it better than nothing? Sure, but it's too cookie cutter. It's not individualized. And then for those of the advisors that say, everybody needs to be in stocks, aggressive growth, growth and income, international, whatever the four types of mutual funds are, and telling everybody needs to be doing the exact same thing, come on, man. Millionaires and billionaires don't invest in the exact same way. They do the exact, they do the thing that's best for them and their situation. You can too if you work with the right type a financial advisor. Go to jasonqualscfp.com for more. jasonqualscfp.com. All right, I'm going to take another break. If you want to jump in with a question, a comment, a disagreement about anything regarding personal financial planning, that's estate planning, tax planning, insurance planning, annuities, college savings, budgeting, you hit me up online. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com, financialcoachingradio.com. And click email the show. Also, social media links are there. Be sure to follow me and the show on social media. This is Financial Coaching Radio, the one show giving you the truth about personal Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, commission-free certified financial planner. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. 
Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no-obligation investment review at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher with Reliant Realty. Are you thinking about selling your home? Do you know what your home is worth? Call me at Reliant Realty to find out. 615-445-5073. That's 615-445-5073. Or go online right now and find out at www.homevalue615.com. Again, that's www.homevalue615.com. Call me at Reliant Realty, 615-445-5073. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Welcome back to the Lunch Show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. On this show, no hidden agenda, not trying to sell seminar tickets or books or any of that. Certainly not financial products. I'll leave that to the other guys. If you want to jump in and be a part of the show, you can find the email address at financialcoachingradio.com. You can also find out more about me. Anything you'd want to know, almost... Can be found at jasonquallscfp.com. I am one of the only independent, commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. That means I don't work for anyone else but my clients. No banks, no insurance companies, no investment firms. If your advisor does, they have a conflict of interest with you. No one else pays me. No commissions, no kickbacks, no underhanded deals, you know, no high, crazy, expensive advisor fees. Just figuring out what's in the client's best interest, what are my services worth, and that's what we charge. That's how we do it at Financial Coaching Radio, and that's how I do it at Jason Qualls CFP. And I'm also a certified financial planner, the top designation in the business. I'm a 100% of the time fiduciary, striving always to make sure my client's interests are in or my their interests are, are at the forefront of what we're doing. Uh, I started my company because I wanted there was no firm, no advisor, and still may not be. I'm not aware of any that strives to do everything uh, in the interest of the client. Always put clients' interests first. Avoid at all possible cost conflicts of interest because most guys don't do it that way. Go to Jason Qualls CFP. Dot com for more. We got a few minutes in this segment. Let's talk about Joe Biden. Well, Joe Biden, I guess he's still running for president. I don't know. He was the vice president, as you know. He was Obama's vice, and he really didn't have his financial house in order back when he was in office. At least that's what news stories had said. But old Joe has turned things around. He had an income of four point five million last year. Paid one point five million in taxes. Uh, let's see. He did file some amended returns. How I guess he's released all his tax information. Now back then his income was it was modest. I think most of his income was from his his 
his uh, government stuff, but I could be wrong. Could be misremembering. But his asset base was not was not that high. Of course, he's gotten out of uh, being vice president, and he's written some books and does some speaking and does all this stuff. Everything's got a little more complicated. And basically, being vice president for this guy has been what turned him into a multimillionaire. Kudos to us as being the taxpayers. There are some things that we could learn from his tax return. Uh, yeah, go out and make yourself $4.5 million. You'll pay $1.5 million in taxes. <laughs> uh, he was helped out by some of the things going on. Uh, he got helped out. He paid 362000 in state and local taxes, but they were only able to deduct 10000 of that because of what Trump's tax change did. Uh, he did itemize. He had 314,000 of itemized deductions, including a deduction for 275,000 for charitable contributions. So he gives a fair amount away. Uh, what percentage is that? So 10% of 4.5 million be what, 450,000. And he gave you know, 5% away. It's not bad for a good old solid liberal Democrat. Uh, the lower tax brackets that Trump passed helped him out quite significantly as it did everyone else. But the thing to remember about you know, these tax returns, I don't know if they actually have the whole tax return when the news story gets them, or they're just getting fractions of the information. I don't know. What sticks out to me is not the intricacies of his tax return. It is what I remember of a few years ago, like I mentioned earlier, of where his net worth was while vice president versus what it is now i'm kind of just in awe i'm shocked you know it kind of makes being vice president and president worth it um because he turned his financial picture around compared to what i remember and you could do the same too you don't have to become vice president you don't have to become president you can make better financial steps it all starts with discipline it all starts with having a plan uh, you're going to get off the rails every now and then. Everyone does, but get back on as quickly as you possibly can. What works for you may not work for me. What works for your neighbor, brother, sister, mom, dad may not work for you. But you do need a comprehensive financial plan. You can achieve one of those in a very simplistic, non-complex way if you work with an independent fee-only certified financial planner. Jason Qualls, CFP.com for more. Back at you right after this short break. Stick around. More Rancho Coaching Radio coming at you. Between car payments, repairs, and the price at the pump, it can feel like your car is going to drive you out of house and home. Fortunately, Donegal Insurance Group can make keeping your car on the road more affordable. That's because for safe drivers, Donegal delivers rates that are among the lowest in the state. To find out how much you can save, call your neighborhood Donegal agent today. To save on your auto insurance, call us at Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. He played okay. Caesar, the main okay. monkey. Okay, but Younger. then I'm going to dress him up as an eight. Waking you up with news, <laughs> traffic, weather, and fun. 
They change Alfred to a monkey butler. Don't miss The Wake Up Crow with John, Brian, and Dalton. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. Yeah. Come over to the dark side. <laughs> I'm in the dark side. Weekday mornings from 6 until 7.50 here on News Radio WGNS. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher. Whether you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I can help. Buyer opportunities are better than ever, so call me at Reliant Realty to find out more. 615-445-5073. Real estate is a key to building long-term wealth. So ask for me, Gabriel Fancher, when you call 615-445-5073 or online at mt615.com. Again, that's mt615.com. 615-445-5073. For all your real estate needs. Listen up. When is the last time you talked with an independent, objective, certified financial planner? Do yourself a favor and get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Call me, Jason Qualls, the only certified financial planner today at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Welcome back to the show. Appreciate you listening today. And of course, every day, WGNS has a lot of great financial talk. They have a lot of great sports talk. And this is the local station for Rutherford Countyans, right? And we get uh, financial talk in midday to early afternoon. And we get the great local sports talk coming on right after this show. Make sure you stick around. And they're covering local sports, unlike anywhere else. And if you want national sports, plenty of places to get that, but not many places to get local sports is not many places to get local financial talk now you got the national stuff that's really on the agenda let's sell a book let's get you to come to a live event buy my daughter's book buy my dog's book books are great maybe i should write a book and i'll become a multi-millionaire i'd rather do it the old-fashioned way i'd rather do it through building a business helping people uh, helping people the right way, making sure I'm not leading them down the wrong path. I'm not just saying what I have to say to sell something. I'm saying what I have to say because it's the right thing. That's what Financial Coaching Radio is all about. That's what my financial planning practice is all about. Listen to the show anytime, anywhere at FinancialCoachingRadio.com. Learn all you could ever want to know about me and my unique financial planning practice at FinancialCoachingRadio.com. 